0: I literally thought about the thunderclap when Bird died before we came down here. The fam on stage, it happened. And you just—you just went it was with it. Were reading that night? Well, the, the night that he died, they said there was a massive thunderclap wow. And the apartment that he died in. That the, the whole yeah, city heard. Here we are. Oh, so, I you're right. okay, you. so, what do you think Bird would say if he saw what this town is doing for him? He saw the thunderclap, right? Yeah. Uh, I think he would be very pleased, very happy. He probably wouldn't believe that they're celebrating him like this. We got a museum, we got a club, we got a Charlie Parker celebration in almost every city. Yeah. Several of them, and this is really a great thing. Charlie Parker to me was one of the greatest musicians ever, and, and uh, I feel like he's talking to me. You know, when I hear his music. Yeah. I feel like he's talking to me. He's actually talking to me. So when I was writing those lyrics, they just came. Yeah. Well, I've been into Charlie Parker since I was a kid. And I first started writing lyrics to his music around 1975. Yeah. Around 1975. Why is he going to be so timeless? Everybody loves him. Why is he going to be forever? Because when he came along, when he started playing, and experimenting with that new sound nobody else is doing that right nobody else is playing like Charlie Parker and uh, he had this niche and he found out he just knew how to play that horn and make people feel good yeah you know even though he had a substance abuse problem he still played you know yeah. and, who knows? That might have made him play better. Yeah. Maybe that's the reason why so many guys started being hooked on drugs yeah. and They want to play like Charles Parker. Right. But yeah, you know, you don't really need any uh, any type of drugs to play this music. Sure. And uh, I'm a living witness. I'm 65 years old. Yeah. You know, I'm 65. Good. I'm retired, and I just thank God that I have my health. Yeah. On my mind. That's good. Yeah, you're helping. I help. think Johnny so, Parker would be very happy with what's going on. Absolutely. So you're down here from D.C. Yeah, I flew in yesterday from Washington, D.C. I'm from Washington. I was born 1950, December 20th. Yeah. And uh, so we are here I am, man. I started off at a young age. Yeah. I started off very young age because my father had a record collection back in the 50s. And uh, he loved the music, and the resident manager was a pianist. Right. They Spencer Payne. Yeah. And he had jam sessions at his apartment. Yeah. Almost every other week. Yeah. So I was one of the little kids with his children running around the house. Yeah. When the grown-ups were in there, and it was people like Shirley Horn and yeah. Peter Betts, and Jimmy Cobb and Buck Hill and uh, Calvin Jones and yeah. a lot of musicians. And then I ended up meeting those people when yeah. I got in my 20s. That's cool. And I started singing. I ended up meeting these people. And uh, so, you know, my father had the record player. He was playing Bird and King Fletcher and Eddie Jefferson and Franklin Lyman and, and everybody. Yeah. And I would imitate these people. Yeah. He would leave the house, i get on this microphone and start singing. Yeah. And I never stopped. Right on. So I was singing songs like Night when I was 9 or 10 years old. Yeah. So when I got in the club, John Malachi was the pianist. Yeah. He was the original pianist with the Billy Eckstine Big Band, with all the right. killer players, sure. with Art Blakey, Charlie Barker, Gizzy Gillespie, yeah. Lucky Thompson, yeah. Bass Navarro, yeah. and all them different people. Ah. And so, and Sarah Vaughn, yeah. Lena Horn, yeah. Pearl Bailey. Yeah. So, Sarah Vaughn was a real sassy, always cursing the guys out. Yeah. So when John started playing with her later on, he always tell her, why don't you stop being so sassy? Yeah. While she was in the band, then he started introducing her as Sassy Sarah Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's how she got her name. Yeah. And uh, so John, he started around in the 70s, he started a workshop at a place called the Bigfoot. Yeah. And I walked in on the first day and I signed up. When it came my turn, he asked me what did I want to sing. I said, a night Tunisia. He said, what do you know about a night Tunisia? I said, just play it just like the record. <laughs> and that's, I never stopped. Oh, 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 oh. You, not Indonesia. Indonesia, Indonesia, That's nice. I never stopped singing. So I've been singing for over 40 years now. That's perfect. Professionally. Yeah. But I was actually singing earlier than that. I'm 65 now. That's beautiful, man. So, you know, I've been blessed. Yeah, absolutely. I got my health. I'm retired. I got my railroad retirement. I got my pension. That's good. And I stopped singing for a long time. Yeah. And now I just, you know, thanks to the internet, just social networking. Oh, yeah. Really puts everybody on even playing ground. Yeah, absolutely. Because everybody can put out a record now. Yep. As a matter of fact, a lot of the labels don't even have jazz on their labels. Right. Because there's so much competition. Yeah. I mean you could I'm recording now. Yeah. Man, and I got a good system. Who knows? Yeah. You know what I mean? So so that's that little story right there. That's good. Me, you know, right. So so cool. I met so let me tell you this, I yeah, met yeah, James cool. Booty. I met James Booty in 1979. When I moved to New York. I met Lou Donaldson in 74 because when John Malachi at the workshop, he also played at the Bigfoot five nights a week. Right. So anybody who was in town uh-huh. right. always came to see John Malachi. Yeah. So at that session, I got a chance to meet a lot of people. Yeah. Everybody, when they heard me, he would let me sit in. Uh-huh. When they heard me, they said, come to New York, come to New York. So I I was a metro bus driver then. Yeah. From 72 to 78. Right. So uh, after 78, I moved to New York when Eddie was murdered in 79. Yeah then I started singing with everybody. My first recording was with Farrell Saunders. That's nice. me on the Rejoice album, singing okay. Moments Notice. It okay. yeah. sounds a mellow something more. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. okay. I wrote those lyrics in 74. That was the first set of vocalist lyrics that I've been. Right and I practiced them for six years. And when I moved to New York, I was hanging out with Leon Thomas. And yeah. Leon said, come down to the Village Vanguard because Farrell Fer- because was playing there. And I went down there. he introduced me to Farrell Yeah. He said, yeah, Farrell, George Johnson, Eddie Jefferson, James Moody. He said, oh, yeah? You want to sing a number? I said, yeah. So he said, what you want to sing? So I knew he was closely associated with John Coltrane. So I said, let me do moment's notice. Yeah. John Hicks, Dr. Art Davis, yeah. and Greg Bandy on drums. So he said, how you want it? I said, play it just like Blue Train. I sung that, Farrell Saunders eyes lit up, crowd went crazy. And then about two weeks later, I got a call from Farrell. He said, would you like to hang out? We're going to be in New York Would you like to hang out with us? I said, yeah So when I got to the address It was Power Station Studio So I walked in there It's Billy Higgins Bobby Hudson. That's how I did my first record 1981 So here I am that's
1: 40 years. 40. Years,
0: 40 years later, 35. 40 years later. Yeah. Still so singing and swinging. Right below the uh, awning of 18 and 5 right now. Yeah. How about that? It's 18 and five. So how's On it How does it feel to be in Kansas? Oh, yeah, 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 It's a blessing. Yeah. It's really a blessing because uh, you know I started writing those lyrics. I've written lyrics over 30 of Charlie Parker's compositions. Yeah. Now I would write and just put them away. Yeah. And write, and practice, and practice, and practice. Yeah. And everything started falling place it was like a blessing. It's yeah. like Charlie Parker was was watching over me. Yeah. Yeah. So I got the chance to sing with James Moody, with Dizzy, yeah. with Farrell, with Lou Donaldson, with Benny Golson, with Jimmy Heath, yeah. with Clifford Jordan, Barry Harris, yeah. C Sharp, yeah. Stanley Tommy Turn team. Yeah. You know, all the cats would look out for me because they were close to Eddie. Yeah. So I've been blessed, man, and uh, I'm still singing. I just feel good, man. Full circle, man. Full circle. That's cool, man. That's, right. That's cool. You. Good. So That's beautiful. Yeah, okay. Uh, Neon Jazz.